0: Good for you That's the
1: trick Anyway Should we roll on into it? Let's do it Welcome back to One Off The Wood I'm Andy and joined as always by Was to take one off the wood and, and chat through the important issues of the week as we see it. Not necessarily <laughs> the important issues of the world, but we'll do our best. Before we kick into it today, just got a bit of housekeeping to, to get through. So call me out if I miss anything here. But first up, if you're not following our Instagram, please go and give it a follow. It is at one off the wood. With, uh, one being the number one off the wood, and um, yeah, so you can. We would appreciate your patronage there. Uh, and when you do follow us on Instagram, make sure you tag us when you are taking one off the wood um, at your local pub. And yeah, hashtag one OTW as well. So get around that. Secondly, if you can be bothered on your podcast app, you can find the rate and comment. Uh, button and give us a rate give us we, a comment
0: I haven't been following the ratings lately um, but the comments we we've, we had a good run of comments but we haven't had too many um, on the app that I follow lately I think Ash Nelson's mum is still the second last one on there but I don't mind a comment give us five stars I think it helps there's algorithms I have no idea how they work but the ratings the comments that's where it's at you know and rating some solid feedback
1: So we know we got one, actually. Go on then. This is on the Apple one. Five stars, thank you. We appreciate five stars. We said this before: give us five stars, no matter what, but then give us the actual feedback in the comments, and everyone wins. You can get off your chest what you think, but we can still um, wear the five stars. Uh, Jay Klein could be Jared Klein, who's a guy I do know. Looks like his name. Anyway, well, let's assume it's Jared. From Canberra, he said, "Love the mixtape, fellas. Barry Manilow on the ears. That's good. Someone like the mixtape. That's a positive. Um, thanks, Jay Klein. Um, um,
0: we had a. We, we also had. I remember we declared war on a few off the wood, and like yes. you and I are both a bit lax on that. I got around a comment. I, f- I listened to the the um, potty when we put it out. Just it's a half of a I do, just to war. check for." Yeah, the half-assed war, because we're not real on it. But then the comments started flowing through. There was someone in particular that got um, real, real the Hort Bogan or something like that got real hectic on the one-off, a few off-the-wood guys, commented on every post that they've put up so far, which I thought was um, maybe a bit rowdy, but I enjoyed it. You know what? Big props to him. The the team have have listened and acted.
1: I don't know. I'm just going... (laughs) Just seen Jeffro <laughs> Saucehead has done the same. What the fuck is this shit? Piracy is a crime. Um, they're not really buying. Oh, Tabs has gotten into it. But yeah, it came through that the Hort Bogan had commented on every single one of their photos. Um, but I can't see them there anymore. So someone's deleted those yeah. comments. <laughs>
0: So that's where it is too far. The line that that's where the line is. <laughs> Once every now and then fine. Every every photo too much. There
1: is one of their, their just <laughs> one of them has quite a bit going on there. Anyway. oh look, we should reach out to them, But um whatever. Get on there. Call it's them It's going to be
0: it's a friendly war. I'm I'm happy to talk it out with them. They did steal our name. And Jeffro, you're right. Piracy is a crime. So um you've got things to answer to
1: yeah so anyway if if you uh, get to a few off the wood and and comment either hashtag fake news or what the fuck is this shit, tag us in there. we appreciate that um and if you are from a few off the wood, shoot us a d m we should um we should uh, actually have a chat. Does that sound? Like we should have a chat, get them on, find out what they're doing.
0: We need to talk. This yeah, is we like need the, to talk. That when your yeah. girlfriend says, listen, we need to talk, yeah. like, oh fuck, this isn't gonna be good, is it? Mm. Hey, um I might I might be um is that all the no I've intro got I've got more
1: housekeeping. So okay. the other one is to buy some merch. The link is in the bio of our Instagram or you can go to the Uh we've still got some T shirts left at your your yep. place in Perth. So, yep, we've got T-shirts. I believe we've got stubby holders left and we've definitely got stickers okay. galore. So, yeah, jump on, find the link in the Instagram and go and buy some of that shit. And lastly, the, the podcast is on Spotify and we've also got the playlist of every song we play on um, Spotify as well. So, if you look up One Off The Wood, the podcast playlist, you can give that a follow and you'll get all the tunes that we put on the end of each podcast that's it that's the housekeeping
0: that was that felt like homework that felt like it was hard that felt like working, that felt hard why did that feel hard <laughs> yeah I don't, well, we do this for fun we don't do one off the wood for homework that's why we didn't do it yesterday we were like i didn't feel like doing it so we didn't do it that's no well that's it works
1: and look we should treat it as a bit of a job but it's a job that you can definitely call in sick to and the boss was cool with it so last night we basically both called in sick but we you know we're coming today so it's all good
0: oh <laughs> well, yeah, here we're putting in on sunday um sick all right well let's take one more box of homework then um what have you got off the wood I'm, um i'm gonna chop in here i've got Answer my own question. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what have you got off the wood <laughs>
0: was. <laughs> there we go. Mate, uh went in and saw Uncle Dan Murphy and uh got a thirteen dollar six pack of Waka Chungi Lager. Waka chungi lager. It's amazing. I like the advertising. It's a um bloke and a woman look like they're from a seventies movie or the front cover of a dodgy romance novel in a swamp fighting off a, a guinea pig with like um, tusks and he's fighting him off with a barbie, mate. And it says, Great Uncle Kenny's Amazing Waka Chungi Lager. I gave one to a friend, Waddy. Dropped in and saw Waddy. I was like, oh, try one of these. And he's like, oh, that's quite nice. And then on the front of the beer label, it actually says quite nice beer. So there you go. Quite, um, Got the... Uh... I was like, fuck, advertising on point. It's from <laughs> New Zealand. It's good it's good. I was Real gonna ask,
1: stuff. is it from New Zealand? I didn't see the um the, the devil incarnate <coughs> guinea pig. And if you just look at half of the yeah. label, it looks like there's a guy with a Barbie mate attacking a woman. But then if you're No, he's saving her. He's actually saving her, so don't judge it by its cover. What's the um yep. back jungi? As- Asahi. It's got like um Oh, it's like very a very nice beer or a very good beer written in Japanese and I I think we we're in Japan and we're like oh I wonder what the wonder what it says under there so we like spent all this time deciphering the language to figure out what it said and then realized it's written in English straight underneath and it's like a refreshing beer or something like that anyway
0: <laughs> good you got to be um upfront with advertising like this stuff like yeah. you got to take a leaf out of Coca-Cola's book Enjoy Coca-Cola <laughs> yeah. Drink Coke This one is quite nice
1: It's not the best beer you've ever had But it's quite nice I think that's legit oh.
0: Well, we've got to give it a smashability rating And um, this is a, a 8 to 10 I reckon it easily could drink 10 of these It's a session beer It's a very sessionable, light, tasty, hoppy, twangy beer
1: Is that the top there end, 8 to 10 Or is, is that in the same no, bucket? No, no it goes you? much higher
0: okay. <laughs> No nah, exports much higher. Yeah, export. Yeah, the most smashable. That's a twenty. Like if you, I, I put my hand up. I reckon I've drunk twenty cans of beer in a day before, or at least had a good crack at it. Um and yeah, emu is your beer choice for that. This is close, yeah. but I think the last couple would be hard. So yeah, it's yep. a ten plus.
1: Yep. No, it's pretty solid. So it's quite drinkable. Quite Very. nice. Quite drinkable. Um, so I've got. The standard Cooper's Pale, homophobic.
0: Um, homophobic. And yeah, our, you love it though. <laughs> yep.
1: For the beer farm boys, um, and we love the gays as well. We, yes. So it's it's a you know people are complex. It's okay to drink Cooper's Pale and love the gays. Um, but what I do have, which is novel, is a new. I think it's new because I've never seen it before. It's a new Suntory whiskey. So Japanese whiskey. Toki. Toki, nice. Uh, it's a blend and it was at Uncle Dan's and it's um it's delicious, it's got like a, it tastes like a single malt, it's got enough kick, um, it's got a little bit of sweetness, a bit of spice, smashability, not super smashable, I've probably only had two or three of these um, on any given night but it's sat in the cupboard <laughs> for a while. So that I recommend it because I don't think it was super expensive,
0: and it's quite quite good. The okay, d- quite smashable. Not too many smashable whiskies out there. No. That uh, I've told you this week. I bought a um I bought a bottle of Southern Comfort for fuck knows reason. I just go in and let things choose me at Uncle Dan's, and a bottle of Southern Comfort and. I was like, it's not real alcoholic. It's like 30%. And then I read the label and it's a, a whiskey liqueur because basically down in the south, the whiskeys were horrendous. And it says on the label, oh, mate, um, basically mixed it with some apple juice and spices and made it smashable. And then he called it the Southern Comfort, the comfortable way to drink whiskey. So that's where Southern Comfort came from. Yeah. So that's the smashable whiskey. Yeah, by, that, yeah that'd be the,
1: the top end of the the emu... Equivalent of whiskeys is your, is that one? Maybe even like this fireball, but that that gets that wears thin pretty quick. That's really taken yeah.
0: off. <laughs> yeah, really, really takes it out of you. Um, all right, let's. Um, mate, I've been dying to hear you've been chasing shapes on me again. I've been, you've been trying out there chasing the shapes,
1: trying to chase shapes, trying to get some adventure time fodder for the podcast. Probably didn't get the fodder that I had envisioned. Um, Yep. But still, I've had I've had two weeks break from work, and um, yeah, spent the first week did a road trip up to Byron Bay, and um, I think when I left, did I say it on the podcast? Did I text you and said going to go to Byron Bay?
0: It's what you were frothing on. Oh, it's frothing because I was going to go. You said on the potty, you going to go get eaten by sharks? Go and get eaten by sharks
1: and unfortunately and sadly someone actually did get killed by a shark up the road from byron like what 45 minutes up the road at at snapper of all places which is just crazy because that feels more like a theme park than an actual surf spot like it feels like you're about as safe as houses right it's a mechanical wave essentially close to the beach hundreds of people in the water. You hundreds th- of people. Sharks are the yeah. last thing and shark nets and big hooks and yeah, apparently one's busted through and and went for a guy and yeah, bit him on the leg and he didn't didn't recover, unfortunately. So sad stuff.
0: Yeah, that's a hectic spot for it because it's like the last place. Like that whole thing, oh we'll go and surf with people because then it won't eat me but there was heaps of people out. They actually had the webcam footage up on um, Instagram very Briefly, I got to look at it. I don't know if you did. Yeah, I did. Took it I down, did. But it was a bit haunting. Old oh, mate, just getting eaten and no one around. Like no one really noticed. No, because
1: like, <laughs> he was sort of. There was sitting, between... like obviously there was a couple. Of, well, maybe let's say a hundred people out. It was like busy, but he was sitting kind of between two groups by himself, and the sharks obviously picked him up. So just something you learn from that. On just a big sit board, right next right. to someone. All the time. <laughs> you still get you're-
0: taken. Well, fuck, hopefully, oh, it's made me more inspired to chat to Phil because his name came up when in one of those articles on Stab about oh, how the, you know, all these people around the country getting chomped during whale season. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, well, yeah, I'll be pretty interesting to find out the details from phil so fingers crossed we do talk sh- a lot of shit on this podcast about things we're gonna have do we talked about do, that though but We just, will, so that's we phil, will phil who is a mate of yours that
1: got attacked by a shark in dunsborough a couple of weeks yeah, ago. yeah down
0: bunker bay so we're gonna get him on he's um yeah we'd had a laugh about that but um we will he'll, he'll, he's keen too i we'll just need to tee it up he's been in x-mouth back in the water in, getting around in like one so of the sharkiest
1: places of all time x-mouth <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> shark, Sharks so only eat fine. little
1: girls in Exmouth I think so You should be right
0: <laughs> um, So tell us about your adventures then You went up to Byron no, Came back with all the limbs
1: Yeah look Went up, went up to Byron um, Didn't One thing that I'd say Like that Stretch of coast You know North of Newcastle You know Up past Port Macquarie Coffs Harbour To Byron Like people complain that Surf is getting crowded But you can basically surf anywhere on that stretch of coast by yourself if you want to. Like it, like the first beach out of Ballina had good waves and there's no one surfing there and fair enough because it's fucking shit scary at the moment. But yep. the, a lot of complaints about how busy the surf gets these days but fuck, there's n- you'd be surfing by yourself most days on that stretch of coast, especially like, you know, further north of Sydney or further south of Byron. Just,
0: just got to look around.
1: Just like, got to look around
0: I think it's the same It's the same in a lot of places Probably WA is one of the places Where it does get crowded Because there are limited spots But that you're right That east coast is full of bays and beaches And headlands yeah. Like you know you Just pick a spot along there Like even that Corindai, Woolai Like those sort of areas Although someone got eaten At Woolai as well So fuck
1: Did someone <laughs> it's, Someone it's got attacked Down yeah. there There was a whale carcass Down in Wollongong Yeah yeah, it's pretty sharky. Oh no, around. Woolai. It was oh, the, Woolai. the last oh, I was attack thinking the Yeah, Woolai, that was north.
0: Yeah. yeah, Wollongong, mate, everywhere. It's <laughs> sharks, the original regulators, they're back.
1: I think look, it's salmon salmon run season, whale season, the sharks as well. Yeah, it's pretty full on, but um anyway, up to Byron that was that was cool. Um did did surf a little bit, but not not a great deal, but then uh, the plan was to come back and um head to, head to Threadbow, Jindabyne area, go to Mount Kosciuszko. So the main range, you call it. Um, and I, I talked about it on the pod. I was like, the guys I was going to go with are in Tassie and Victoria and there's just no border crossing. So I was like, well, fuck, I'm just going to do it myself. And um, people were trying to talk me out of it, but in the end, it's like, well, fuck, I think it's going to be fine to do it myself. Like, midwinter winter's maybe not a good idea, but this time of year, it's all pretty safe out there.
0: Yeah, it's, a, it's like two degrees warmer. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. No, right. just,
1: just like less, less snow, less avalanche and danger and that sort of stuff. But anyway, ended up only having two days of good weather. Had a mate from Canberra, Dr. V, uh, who, who you know. So, I picked him up from Canberra. Went, we went to Threadbow. And just skied in the resort for a day. Sort of like end of season. Only snow at the very top. Um, bit of grass skimming. And, um, but the sun was out and it was pretty fun. Um, pretty novel skiing in Threadbow. There's like a uh, a gondola now. It must be like the only gondola really? in Australia. I've never seen one anywhere else. Maybe Parrish wow. has got one. So that's novel. Nice. But they were top of the mountains all T-bars. And like my like tight... Tight glutes. We we're like really feeling that T-bar, like <laughs> <laughs> the the old man, glutes. So anyway, we spent a day there, um, but then on the next day we decided to try and get out to the back country. So it was a sunny day, because I think I was sending you some photos, and it looked sunny, but it was howling, howling wind. So anyway, we, we went from the summit, the top of Threadbow, and hiked out to the summit of Kosciuszko. Which is like two hours, um, yeah, two hours from Threadbow, Skied off the, skied off the summit. We were the only two, two blokes out there because it was a bit too windy for everyone else. So we were the highest cunts in Australia on that day. Yeah,
0: he sent me that picture. Yeah, check it out. The highest cunts in Australia. Which, yeah, genuine. I mean, people in planes, but yeah you were the highest counts on Australia. Yeah. Right at the time.
1: And not that many people in planes at the moment, but yeah, we were highest cunts in Australia and we were probably the same thing the night before at the um at the Jindabyne pub as well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Two days in a row. Th- thanks to Jeffro <laughs> yeah.
1: Sauceheads. heads um
0: anyway, in,
1: insider information there. But yeah, so we g- got to ski off the summit of Kosciuszko, which I'd never done before, and then uh on the way back skied uh, a pretty tight little line off a of, Spot called the uh, Rams Head South, but I didn't get to do the um the mission that I wanted to do, which is like a big circuit picking off. There's I think there's three peaks out there which are above 2,200 meters, Kosciuszko and two others. So I was going to try and do a big big loop around them and um and just check it all out. But then it was basically two days of rain after that. And I know I gave you a lot of oh. shit saying that it's walkable, even though it's pissing rain. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, gone. <on. laughs> but it was, it
1: weirdly, it wasn't very enticing to get into the to the high country when it's like windy and and pissing rain for for two days. So I pulled the could pick. have done it
0: if you had to though. I could could have, have done it if it. you had to. I was
1: thinking that because like oh yeah, I did talk up that you can do anything in shit weather, but you kind of can't see anything in the snow when it's like that. But anyway,
0: did you actually? What was the snow like? Was it Was just just like corny or yeah,
1: like spring. Spring conditions, so freeze overnight, soften up during the day. It's like, yeah, good conditions. And I think like a lot of people mm. write off skiing because, oh, the cover's bad. It's been a shit season. Australia sucks. But it's people just don't actually know like A, what they're talking about and, and B, how to ski, I'd say like because it was super low snow but because it froze overnight and the sun was out, it's actually really good conditions. And as long as you know how to ski around rocks and stuff, super fun. But, yeah, it's yeah. hardly anywhere. You don't need
0: a big wide gully to fall down there, like, to no. have a good time. And it's all about what it looks like. You're just picking your line. You and I have skied some horrendous stuff off the back of Hotham. Like, yep. you Just pretty much fall driving down snow <laughs> with skis taking chunks out of your boards. and yep. Yeah.
1: And then up in the high country around Kosciuszko, like, above 2,000 metres, heaps of snow still. Like... There's a place called Kosciuszko Cornus, which is just off the summit of Kosciuszko. It's just a giant cornice that runs along for two or three hundred meters. And there's giant blocks like falling, that had fallen out of that and were sort of like hanging. And um, yeah, yeah, so there's plenty of snow out there. But um, yeah, the rain kind of ruined my plans.
0: Did you get around the Nest Cafe sachets, a couple of them in the jacket?
1: Nah, we, funnily enough, Dr. V, who I went with, bought some sachets, but the ones that make like a strong latte, so it was allegedly, uh, yeah. you know, you just pour Caribbean. it in, I'm fucking yeah. horrible, but um, that's, we were running on the sachets, but <laughs> mixed with water, hot water, stirred in. <laughs>
0: that's so rude. I've been thinking a lot about that guy, like, he's out there, and he is an inspiration, like, it's people like that, that are just like, just fucking get out and give her, like that. Yep. People like that, are, we're all capable of it. I've been thinking about him and about the shapes, like just looking the a little surf today, and it was shit. It was windy, howling, but it was like it's all good. We're just there to get a little vision, a little shape, shape vision that no one else like that. He's getting from the car park or walking along with their latte, trying to hide from the rain. It's like no, nah, I'm seeing things other people aren't. And yep. Yeah, it's good. Hundred percent, and that's what me and
1: Doctor v, v did. Like no one else was heading out there because it was too windy and it was nasty it wasn't nice um the photos make it look, i'll put some photos up it makes it look lovely because yeah, i was on something like oh you should um do a do a little video from the summit for one off the wood it's like you wouldn't be able to hear anything because it was like absolutely howling <laughs> but the shapes were sick there's a there's a cornice just off the side that looked like a big right hand version of chopu like a big wedge so i got some yes. photos of that yeah it's all about the shapes cool um, um. But it he, the, the, the Nest Cafe, the Dry Nest Cafe man, he's an inspiration. We should all look to him because I was thinking, yep. when people were saying, "I oh, don't do it by yourself, it's like, what would Nest Cafe man do? Like he wouldn't even ask yeah. the question. He wouldn't ask for your input onto what he should be doing. So,
0: <laughs> just a bit of blend forty three straight into the veins. <laughs>
1: Fucking blend forty three, and off you go. That's it's it's how we should all be living our lives.
0: <laughs> yes i definitely i definitely think so hey um on your on your adventures as well i saw i did see an instagram update this is how i was notified of the news but you also sounds like you had a hard conversation with your partner melissa yeah we had had
1: a we had a i did gloss over that in the byron byron um chat just then but yeah, we had to we had to have a had to have a difficult conversation. Um, and
0: uh, <laughs> how did it go? Tell us what happened. Yeah, I this think news, went as, well, podcast, it it went as well as it could. Went as well as it
1: could. Where do I start?
0: This is going to get quite <laughs> I know, personal. I, I haven't heard any of this. I know the end game. And you <laughs> creating suspense for everybody, but I don't know um, anything that led up to this event. No, such no. Event.
1: So I, we got engaged. Um, well, I've mentioned Mel on the podcast before. She hasn't been on, but I think one day she'll come and have a chat. We've been together for eight years. So I know what the listeners are thinking. They're thinking, Andy, what are you doing? You're rushing into this. Are you sure? <laughs> and look, I take that on board, but I'm I'm feeling pretty comfortable with the decision.
0: Um, eight years in. With the um, the amount of hair on the noggin as well. It's a good decision. I it's think- a good, very good decision.
1: Yeah. Yeah i didn't really i didn't factor that into it to be honest <laughs> are you factoring <laughs> is that what you're yeah, factoring into quick. your choices but you don't need yeah, hair if you've got this. blend 43 like <laughs> yeah. chicks recognize True. game All right. but um okay now we went out to this um this waterfall called minion falls out the back of um mullumbimby and um mel had injured her ankle pretty badly before we left she rolled it running she's like running and talking on the phone rolled her ankle (laughs) yeah I had to go and like pick her up it was all like legit swollen fucked ankle and um yeah she was kind of in denial that her ankle was bad and she was trying to do some runs and stuff I was like right, we'll go for a hike and I was like I'm gonna I've got this ring Uh, this sounds familiar (laughs) I
0: can understand this yeah yeah she's (laughs) completely
1: so she's in denial I've had this ring for a while and I'm like I need to get rid of it because it's you know, it's still my head in trying to like because you're trying to find like the perfect time, you don't just do it down the shops, you know. Yep, you want or to in head...
0: KFC, which or... I saw on um, somewhere in America, someone got engaged at KFC, so <laughs> that is special and then yeah. spotted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I've
1: seen there people get engaged at music festivals, that to me is not ideal. I'm more of an outdoors, I've seen
0: a rodeo in seen a rodeo engagement after the rodeo and this is even worse because this is at Noonema and Darwin. There's the rodeo, and then after that they do skids. They have motorbikes, and then they have a skid, and they basically get a Commodore on on a bit of timber out in the middle of the rodeo arena, and just do a burnout until the tires burst. And then after that, as the smoke's clearing, um, this <laughs> this guy walks out into the middle of the fucking rodeo arena. Half the crowd's leaving through and the rubber to his smoke. Mrs. Who was? Yeah, through the rubber smoke, it stinks, and and was just like. She was not pleased, eh? She was fucking... She knew what was happening. She was off it. She said yes, got the ring and walked out. You could tell... And they walked out about two metres apart as well. Like, <laughs> by the time they'd got out the back of the rodeo gates. You just imagined, like public just engagements. No, like, what no. the fuck? What are you fucking thinking?
1: Well, public engagement is one thing. Like, fuck that to start with. Like, that puts... A, yeah. Brings everyone into it. But, yeah. yeah. There, look... If how good with the skids, I guess,
0: because... Good skids, but maybe if you're not sure that she's going to say yes, public engagement is probably a good one. Like, go with the oh, peer yeah. pressure. Yep. So, you've got... So, she, she'd say no, you know, if it was, you know, at a waterfall by yourselves, but public public place, she can't say no. At least you're going to buy yourself, you know, a couple of hours for yeah. her to turn it around. Yep. Or, or better still, do it at somebody else's wedding. That's a good one. That's probably the ideal spot to get engaged, isn't it? I think that's a no. no Just at someone else's wedding. yeah. <laughs>
1: then just use all the equipment and just do it. Get married as well. Just do so it. Just grab a celebrant. <laughs> yeah. Grab some some flowers. Two for once. <laughs> yeah, man.
0: What do <laughs> you think about some of your like, own
1: friends along? What do you think about the um like the rock concert engagement where you get the get the band to um you know, get you up on stage? Ooh.
0: Like, in what association? Maybe you've, like, you're in the band, you know? Well, you um, just love the band. It's it. like,
1: uh, I don't know, the Foo Fighters. You write them a letter. Foo Fighters, might be different. Yeah. If you get Dave Grohl to agree to something, then maybe it's I just, a bit more yeah, special. No, I getting ridiculous. the bitterman to. I think there's a lot it. of.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think there's a lot of ridiculous places to get engaged or ways to do it. Yep. But, um It sounds like you've gone. You've obviously uh, yep. been holding on to this ring, sweating on the thoughts. Sorry, you've back done to the to back avoid to the story. Public holding, places. Yep. Avoided yep.
1: public places. Because, um, so anyway, it's a, Minion Falls. Highly recommend it. It's huge. It's like I don't know, fifty meter waterfall, maybe more, hundred. There's life like the car parks at the top. Oh, massive. And there's lifeline signs everywhere. So people must like go there to Oh shit Yeah Because yeah. it is a big le- Legitimately very high cliff And then you, the walk Goes like 5k's To the base of the falls And f- it sort of circles around And then 5k's back up So we got 4.5k's and, and then Mel re-rolled her ankle So we are as le- <laughs> We are at the bottom And we didn't We're not at the bottom of the waterfall though We're just in a random spot She's not happy Like unha- very unhappy I would say would describe how she was feeling. Uh, I was like, well, she's like, oh, keep going. I was like, you can't keep going. Like, your ankle's totally fucked. So, got her a big stick and was like, we'll just, we'll go back up. I can pee you. back if."
0: Put her out of her misery. Just yeah, bam, just, so I got a big stick, hit her head. on the head,
1: dragged her into the bushes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the the caveman's come out and you. It's like, oh, she's injured. She's yeah. really injured. This is a perfect wife. She can't, she's not running away from anyone now. Yeah, we're always attracted to the lame ones, you know, <laughs> a little bit of Is a... Is that a thing? A Do you think that's on? a thing? Because
1: well, yeah. it always crossed my mind when you pass a girl in the street who's got like her arm and a sling or something, He's like, you know... Mm. <laughs> 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 Is that like some horrible <laughs> leftover DNA? Uh, like, no, no, that's... no,
0: I think it's the opposite. I think it's the like, you know, the need to protect you there, the... the dominant male comes out and you're like, I'm going to protect this one. She needs me. She's not a strong independent woman. She needs a, a plus one. She, she needs, needs a fella. A, a baby. <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't know. I think, <laughs> it, I think a, it's
0: some... She needs some, a baby, you know. <laughs> yeah.
1: Anyway. Gave her a stick. We hiked, so she, she limped back up and she was very unhappy. But not, not, not pleased with the ankle. Not pleased that she's hiking back up there. Just general grumpiness. But then as we got higher and the view started coming in, she's like sort of got over the the grumpiness. And then we got back to the top. This beautiful lookout. There's no one there and there's heaps of people there. I was like, "All right, sweet, there's no one here." Um said some nice things about falling over and being there to help each other back up. So t- managed to pull out oh, some good. some really good good good, good You've stuff. Written,
0: given her half a half a song, half a song basically, yeah. Giving her a verse. It was
1: really weird. Like it. Anyway, like, cuz you you know, you know each other for 8 years. Know each other. Yep. I spend every day together basically and it was fucking weird like felt like yeah I don't know felt very strange to to have to do that and felt yeah like you didn't really know each other it was very very strange feeling but good to get it out of the way and like
0: a weird thing because I know Mel's heckled you about in proposing to her in the past so it's not like she's ever gonna say no like there's but still, a weird thing to have to. Well, that that's right.
1: Like, I'm um, I'm 99% sure I know the answer to this question. I've, yeah, probably put it off longer than than she would have been, you know, ideally happy with. <laughs> but even though, <laughs> even though still. I know the answer is going to be yes, it'd be quite a surprise if it wasn't. Yeah, still like super nerve wracking and weird. And it was, but it was nice. It was good. It was. um it does. It, I, like I didn't that. think it's it would have that effect on me. You know, I was like, ah, we just got to get this out of the way. It's going to be good, but it was actually, yeah, it's a very weird experience.
0: And um, I think they're called feelings, Andy. Yeah, Empathy. the feelings. And I was feeling. That's good. I'm sure you've asked Mel some extremely weird things in your life. Some strange things. I'm sure you've said, like the full gamut. And then but it's weird that that thing, you know, that asking that question just stumbles you. Yeah, I know.
1: And like, I don't put a great deal of, like, I don't really care about marriage and that sort of thing. More about, you know, (laughs) because it's more of like the government telling you how to live your life. You know, if you want to be with someone and and then you should just be able to make the call. Already doing it. Yeah, exactly. But maybe maybe there's something to it. Maybe there is something more to it than than I first envisioned. So there you go. Take from that what your will, was. I know you look up no, to me. Okay. I know you you like to uh, follow in my footsteps. So uh, how long till you pop the big question?
0: Well, I've always um I've always liked the, the, hanging out with you because you're a few years older than me. So it's like, mm-hmm. all right, I'll get a real job when Andy gets a real job. And it's like, well, I got a real job before you did because you're at uni. Yep. So I was all ahead. You Know and I like, uh, I kind of had that little. Um, I hang out with older people because you know it's fine as long as I'm you know a step behind them, I'm doing the right thing. But this has really stepped things up a notch. You yes. know, uh, you're the one finder app or narrowing down a few suburbs for me that you did a while ago. It's not helped much being in COVID. I haven't, um, I haven't really met anyone in the last nine months. Uh, mm. <laughs> this year, um, it's been mm. an interesting. Yeah, I've had a bit of a stall in that direction. But look, it's fine. Uh, judging by our Instagram followers, the one off the wood list is probably not... Uh, <laughs> That's
1: what I was about to bring up. I was like, Not
0: suitors. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to find one off our... Um, I prefer them to be my friends, the one off the wood list. I just jump <laughs> on out. because it's a male demographic. <laughs>
1: How do you find <laughs> out like what our... Um, do I press insights? like... Because maybe there is a
0: oh, yeah, someone sure. out there
1: listening to the podcast who is the one.
0: Or a friend of a friend, you know, more to the point. Because we've just quadrupled our reach there. A friend of a friend, if you want to get in touch with Waza. Um Actually, I was, don't, don't do that. Social media reaching out to people is fucked up. I was telling this story to Wadi. Um, I don't know if I can... I'm definitely not sharing names, but there was a girl... Once upon a time. Actually, you're gonna have to cut this bit. I'm not. We don't have to cut
1: it because you haven't said anything yet. But you've just thought better of telling this story.
0: I've thought better of telling this story. It's. Why don't you tell the story, right? Mental health perspective. Nah, because it's fucked up.
1: (laughs) Okay. Because you could tell it, and then we could just decide to cut it. So then.
0: Yeah. Okay. So. I don't know what to learn from that because I learned from that. It was twelve months ago. Now that's why it came up, and I was not even entertained by it, horrified by it. Horrified, psycho levels, level ten.
1: You got to take risks in life, you know, in, in love and in life. It's it's good to take risks, and sometimes shit like that happens, and uh, you just you're good to get out with um yeah, all your everything's still intact. <laughs> so,
0: oh my belongings and yeah, yeah she doesn't know where I live That's and she might have hid that from story. you
1: for, for 18 months and you might be living together now and now you realise that she's unhinged So that's a good
0: point yeah. yeah good to get it out on day one yeah
1: <laughs> get all your everything on the table in the first date
0: oh dear hey how's this um this news article I sent you during the week speaking of getting things out on the table from day one right yes um this guy, Ross McCarty, did you hear about him this week?
1: I've heard about Ross McCarty. Yeah, I did see the article. But so, fill us in because it's so, pretty
0: pretty good. Well, this is classic because I reckon he needs to get this off his... Um, <laughs> this is something that maybe his partner didn't know about. But uh, this guy, Ross McCarty, so he's 71. Um, he's admitted to police that he had a double life in which he would get boozed at lunchtime for hold-ups. <laughs> like, so he's basically... He was a stockbroker and between 1977 and 1978, I think he was about 20 years old, he would get boozed at lunchtime and then go and rob banks and then um, just go back to work just because it seemed been like a good thing to do. in his early 30s. It says late 20s. Yeah? Late, late 20s? And yeah, in his late 20s. Yeah.
1: Because yeah. Yeah. when I first read the article, I was like, oh, he, he's a stockbroker who's who's robbing banks I was like oh okay so he's doing something at his work to take money from the banks it's like no he's going to the pub at lunchtime getting a bit of cascade courage and then robbing a bank on the way back to work like
0: yeah he'd do it with a water pistol and he'd go and write on the old bank slips and just say, this is a hold up and uh, tell him how much money to hand over and that he had a gun. He robbed the ANZ, the Bank of New South Wales, um, the National Bank, Rural Bank, all of these places for like one or two grand at a time. And he only just got um, only just got sentenced to this. So he's doing three and a half years jail time at 71 and his missus, who was his um, girlfriend at the time, had no idea up until now. So well, She's been with him you know,
1: the whole time.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> Mrs. Well, that- <laughs> McCarty, just like, there you go. If she'd have known about that on day one, what would she have been doing? What a legend. Well,
1: she's got to have other questions now, I'd say. Because this guy's obviously a wild, wild man, right? And yeah,
0: she- <laughs> well, he got diagnosed with ADHD, adult attention. So A-A-D- AADHD at 60 and he's been on the on the drugs and reckons he's much more chill
1: yeah I like that um, his work his current workplace have agreed to have him back after the sentence like that's he's high
0: functioning yeah he's this probably is, very good at what he does for 71
1: yeah you wonder how he got done like he got done by fingerprints just being on file but I, this is why you never get fingerprinted because shit like this oh I'm cooked you've been fingerprinted <laughs>
0: yeah yeah we went through this in the red Bluff episode the first one in when we got a bit lit and yep. we both admitted that we're criminals, but maybe I'm more of a criminal than you I got fist printed and mugshotted, and yeah I didn't get the f- whole lot
1: I don't think I got fingerprinted when i got we've been through this we don't need to go through it again scratch old wounds but <laughs> essentially we we've both yeah been put in I jail
0: seed our time on jail yeah.
1: jail yeah, is right. where you go back to the the cop shop and you get put put in the lock up for a little bit that's jail
0: right uh that's i don't i think it gets worse than that yeah well no no as opposed to
1: prison oh or is jail no no, jail is a holding area for anyway so i haven't been to jail neither of you but we have been picked up by the police when we were in our younger days for doing stupid shit yep
0: go back to red bluff episode the first one um if you want to the porch hang. It is the original porch hang. The original hang porch hang. It's a good episode. What happened?
1: Recorded live from Red Bluff.
0: From the shack. We got real lit. Yes. Good. Talk to the goat people. How good's the that photo of
1: Ross McCarty? Like he he does. He's got the um aviator shades on. He's got a cheeky grin on his face. It's like fuck. Life catches up with us sometimes. Yeah, I done it. What's life gonna <laughs> catch up? What's it going to, has you got anything back in your past that you're like, oh, fuck, this is going to come and get me one day?
0: This made me think of um, when I was at high school, um, I was a little bit, not a pyro, but a little bit of a pyro fascinated. We used to make bombs and like, you know, burn shit and like, we loved to make like sparkler bombs and I had a good uh, bomb with an ingredient I won't mention because it's very simple to make and um, very effective, goes bang, it's great. Anyway, we got into that sort of phase, you know, it was school holidays. Yep mate and I ripping around the suburbs back in wheelers Hill and, um, short story, we ended up catching the slide on fire. That was at the end of my um, street and it's a plastic slide. It used to be fiberglass, but they replaced it and the whole slide burnt down. Like it was flaming up real good black smoke. It, we started, so we kind of realized we we're in too deep. We both get our cocks out. We're trying to piss on this thing. It was like not happening. So we just bolted. It's in the middle of a park. So it's fine. And, um, Anyway, we fire engines, the whole lot turn up, so we we get, we run back home, change our clothes, but and then sneak back to have a look, and there's two fire engines and cop cars and people giving statements, and I was like, oh fuck, um, got back home, but then I got my punishment right because every fucking day we went to school, we would drive past there, we had to your park's right in front of the street at the T intersection, we turn right. And mum, had, mum, mum just would harp on it every time. She's like, oh, who would do that? Julia across the road used to go to the slide every day and she can't go there and they still haven't replaced it. Blah, blah, blah. So <laughs> mum would start the day with a fucking lecture about the dickheads that have burnt this slide down and how ridiculous it was. Yep. So I copped my punishment silently. Just listen. Silently. Did you ever like feel like just admitting months. to it? It's
1: like, mum, it was me. I burnt down the slide. <laughs>
0: no, I, did, I did, but I was like, no good's going to come of this. Right, I'll I'll just keep me trap shut. So look, maybe that'll come back. Would you, you tell me. your your
1: mum now that you burnt the slide down?
0: Nah, because it's you know my mum and I wouldn't. I'd be punished just as I would have been but punished I think then. Like that's the only like way McCarty, to make it right. I will get punished, but she will. She'll give me the silent treatment. I'll probably have to donate to the council or something. Like she, if Fair Dinkum, it would be exactly the same today if Robin found out.
1: Yep. 'Cause she's got morals. Um <laughs> Does anyone listen to the podcast that would be able to relay this back to Robin? Like do any of your family listen?
0: Uh, not my family, but there would be a few people that know Robin. Yeah. You included. But yeah. Well I yeah, yeah, I mean, I
1: I could reach out to her wouldn't that be just Robin? <laughs> yeah. Just FYI. I feel like I've ha I have to tell you this. But um they, was They've burnt. moved house now. <laughs> so <laughs> was burnt down the slide.
0: I feel like I just I'm th- removed but I feel like There's a weight lifted Off my shoulders now That it's not the same Place So Yeah Finally after When was that It would have been 13 I reckon
1: I think growing up 20 years ago Like you grew up In the Same neighbourhood For your whole childhood Right Yep Yep And I, I did the same Like So from From zero years old To 18 or Older You're in the same neighbourhood So you Shit like that happens Like because you're, you're roaming the streets with your friends and sometimes weird shit happens and you accidentally burn down a slide or something similar. So,
0: Yeah. Um, wasn't our intention. It just happens, you know. <laughs> you live a long time in the same place. Shit goes down. It, um,
1: uh, they reminded me of a story, but uh, we shouldn't be... It's not a good thing to say that reminds me of a story and then say I can't tell the story.
0: Yeah, yeah. surely we don't have filters on this anymore When we started out the podcast I was a bit conscious of what we might say And where it might go But I've become less conscious I've talked about pissing the bed And shitting my pants on this podcast Um,
1: But that's all pretty harmless stuff And I think burning down a slide as a child Is pretty harmless stuff Um, (laughs) Yeah I mean we had a couple of rules to begin with Of what we weren't going to talk about but there wasn't many but I, yeah I, I agree I don't I th- I'm less and less worried about about what what is said on the podcast because like what are you worried about you're worried about like the only thing that you could possibly be worried about is A the podcast gets really big and you get outed on the news as a as a terrible person but I don't think that's going to happen because I don't think we're terrible people
0: the, the key is to get bigger than the news. So, you've, if you're a big podcast but not as big as the news, then you're in trouble. But if you're a Rogan or a Jim Jeffries you and you're bigger than the news, then fuck the news.
1: Okay. So, we can get bigger than the news. That's a big effort though. Yep. But the, the thing is like yep. okay, so you lose your job because your work listens to it, isn't happy with the content and says you're fired. But I just don't see that happening. So,
0: very hard to fire people. Like, who these the days. fuck's
1: going to listen to it from my work? Like, from your work? Sure, yep. they've got better things to do. Don't and
0: <laughs> like and if you're uncle. listening
1: right now, don't you have better things to do? <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yes, it's a good point. Anyway. Um.
1: Hey, what? I heard yeah, a rumor. Like, I was under the impression that you had hung up the stirrups and you weren't going to ride rodeo anymore (laughs) but I am hearing that you're going to have one last hurrah tell us what's going on
0: it's a true it's a true rumour I had a soft retirement from rodeo basically because there's been none on this year because of COVID nothing to do with the
1: horrendous injuries that you've suffered
0: I'm still in pain from from this time last year from November's ride but you're right, uh, the rumours are true, I'm I'm done, I'm having one last hurrah of the rodeo. So the first event actually is one of the biggest ones going on uh, in WA every year, so it's Boddington Rodeo, which is about an hour and a half um, from Perth. It's normally one of the biggest ones because they put up the most money and they have a bunch of guys coming from the east coast to ride, I think people from Queensland usually come over and stuff, um, it's about five grand on the open bull ride, I think novice last year paid about 1500 bucks um uh which i won by the way uh but i am nice going back for one more one more rodeo one more hurrah um i've just i've got to do one more it's it's in me so uh yeah mate so you're gonna ride
1: open open bull
0: yeah so i've got Um, I've been riding open bulls since... Probably since we started doing this podcast. Yeah, yeah, but that's what you're going to...
1: You're not going to go back and just, you know...
0: I don't think I'm going to get on the ponies. I've done ridden Bronx, but I think I'll pass on that. I might ride the novice for a warm-up, but uh, yeah, definitely riding the... Doing the bull ride. But if people should come along because, A, it's the first one of these events that's been on for the year. Um, They've had them in broom actually. They've run the broom ones, but it's super fun the rodeos during the day it starts at nine for the junior rodeo and the novice events and then finishes at 5.00 PM with the main event. And then from then on, there's a massive party in a shed, um, bands and stuff. It's super fun. Um, you go down and camp. I'll give you the people the tip. If people are actually keen to come along, um, you don't have to book into the caravan park. You can park in the day car park area. It's just a paddock. And then, just throw your swag out afterwards because they're yep. not going to kick you out. So everyone leaves from the day car park. And it's all grass, and you just throw your swag out there. Um, that's the go. Boddington Radio, November seventh. People, come say good day. Just give us shoot us on the DMs, and um, let's go smash one yeah. off the wood together.
1: Yeah. So people of Perth, DM Woz was, was handles the DMs unless I do. But yeah, hit him up. And look, what it's like out the back of Pinjarra somewhere. It's not that far from Perth, is it?
0: Uh Gold Goldmine, people know where it is. On El- off Albany Highway. Um, out past near Williams, that sort of area. So it's easy as to get to, super fun. And man, it's I think I've been I have been missing it. I miss the rodeo family. I miss that side of it. But I'm definitely done. Like the fucking you- I'm hurting so much from going for a shitty bushwalk. Yeah. So
1: Well yeah, so if you're in Perth and you want to go, reach out and you can go and smash one off the wood with Woz and watch him. Hopefully, like, what it, what is it called when you make it? Stomping it.
0: Stomping it. You land. Um, you get
1: buddy smash. No matter what, right? Ride Cause time. You have to get you say off. Say
0: ride time. Nah, you land on your feet sometimes. Nah, so yeah. Hopefully, riding time. I think is what the word you are well, for. Well, yeah. Or let's defend hope you ride my, my time.
1: Land on your feet. Defend your title. And have one off the wood with with um with was and get around it. Um. Yeah. I am pumped about that.
0: it I've been training And I'm going to get the, the drum out again In the lounge room For, for oh, <laughs> a couple yeah. more weeks Actually no, that's That's in, what I was going to say
1: I was going to say Like You you probably can't keep Riding rodeo right Because Because you, of your age <laughs> And, and yeah. your body injuries <laughs> yeah. But maybe you could get into Into the announcing Or something like that Do you reckon they'd give you the mic At any
0: rodeos Well yeah uh, Paul Paul Casey does all the announcing He's very good um paul but he did he had a a sore throat one of the um rodeos mullower was and he actually called out over the microphone for me and i was like oh fuck what have i done what have i lost what have i and i went into the arena mid-event and he wanted me to commentate while he had a break because his throat was fucked but which i would have done but it was like um it it was like uh, breakaway roping or something, which I know nothing about. Doesn't matter. And I don't know any of the people in the timed events, and I was like, "Fuck, Paul, I don't, I've, I don't even know what like, what you get docked five seconds for. Like, I have no idea. If it was the bull riding or the bronc riding, sure, I'd be happy to um, talk smack and I know the people, but I yep. have no idea what was going on. So I pussied out. But yeah, it's an it's an opportunity. It's oh, very funny. he good. does a good job. So big boots. I um, I do a Paul Paul impression every time I see him. He, he doesn't appreciate it because he just says the same shit, same jokes every time. He's like, well, rider on the ground before the eight-second whistle. We'll go to the judges. <laughs> he's, he's a classic.
1: He's good. Cook Creek Cowboy. He loves yoga and knitting. <laughs> I'm not joking, folks. <laughs> yeah. He's from Perth and he likes yoga and knitting. Yes
0: That's Paul You've got him You've got him nailed Mate I went to the (laughs) Mandurah Rodeo
1: I heard him announce you It was hilarious Yoga and knitting (laughs) Um, I did it It wasn't like a big event or anything But when I was in Japan Years ago I commentated like a A rail jam And so I can give you tips On how to approach it Because I'm a skier I don't know all the snowboarding bits And I didn't know the name of anyone But I was pissed, so I just made up a nickname Uh for everyone that came and stuck with the nickname and then just just rolled on the mic hard for like an hour and a half and it was great fun. And I don't know if people were pissed off that I was making up their names and and yeah, but you just got
0: to go with it. No, I think it's good. The crowd want to hear a bit of story behind them, people. Okay, I'm on. I'll I'll hit up Paul if he see if he wants a job. Any... Well, look out, Paul. I'm coming for your job.
1: Yeah, you should put a voice on, definitely.
0: <laughs> definitely. Uh good stuff. Have we got any more bar snacks? We're we gonna wind this up at an hour with the what's got you frothing, as usual.
1: Yeah, well look, we're not we don't need to uh what do you want to do? We we've got some bar Did... snacks. We've got a frost. Are you looking
0: at that bar snack that I told you? I have got a doctor. A doctor. I was going to say a man. It sounds better if I say a doctor. A doctor put his finger in my bum this week. That's on the bar snack, but I don't know if that's appropriate. I think it's a
1: hundred percent appropriate because because I like I've never had it done right, and I'm 37, and I'm starting to think like I should be going to the doctor and just getting generally checked out talking to dr v who i went skiing with and he's like oh i had my cholesterol tested i've got high cholesterol it's like fucking high cholesterol oh, yeah. what kind of conversation is this mate me and you talking about our <laughs> cholesterol give me a break but um and then you were saying you've gone and taken the finger so i think men's health you know i'm more of the yep ignore ignore but i'm starting to think i need to go but you've gone what brought it on? Were you just like um, wanting a no, checkup? Or? No.
0: <laughs> this is the thing. I'm, I'm, uh, yeah. I'm the the ignore, ignore, ignore thing as well. But um, the the finger in the bum, the one that you're all thinking of. The it's called it. This is one of the first medical tests to go digital. It's the digital rectal exam. It's, <laughs> it's the, been digital the well before <laughs> digital existed. Yeah, <laughs> digital was. It's the old school digital, the kind yeah. of digital that you you don't want. Um, but, but yeah, you don't have to get that, I don't think, for your um, Prost- colon, prostate, prostate cancer yeah. things anymore. They can do it because it's a quick way of figuring it out, but you can go blood tests these days. So you these serious? don't be scared about going and getting a checkup for that stuff. No digital rectal exam. They've gone next level. They've gone quantum, not digital. <laughs> quantum
1: I always exams. feel like that's not fair on the men of the past. If I just rock up and can get a blood test and they had to rock up drop drop trow and and dig.
0: um <laughs> yeah <laughs> Dro- drop trow and copdge so the funny thing right this is how it went down i went in um i had a concern about something um not like me but i had to go in and get some anti-inflammatories anyway for this quad so i was like all right i'll you know i'll just ask a few questions i'll get my money's worth from a doctor's visit Yep. and old mates like um, yeah, okay, do you wanna take your, you know, pants off here, sort of thing, do this. He goes, Oh I'm, I like how he presented it, very Indian fellow, but he goes, I might put a finger inside, is that okay? <laughs> I was like I like how he softened it with I might put a finger inside and I'm like Don't say I'm might, you're either gonna you're do it. Or you're not. On, you yeah, don't fucking surprise me <laughs> as he's like lubing up uh, these gloves. And I'm like, Yeah, no worries. Like, I literally just gave him the, yeah, no worries. That's nah, fine. He's like, you know, sorted cool me out. It. He um, put me into a position uh, on the bed that I've seen, but from the other angle before. And I was like, oh, I know this position makes it easier. And then, um, yeah, uh, just straight in, little, quick little rimming. What was the uh, position? No worries. Was no it issues. on
1: your back with and your legs right up against yeah, your yeah. ears? <laughs>
0: yeah. That's the one. That's the one. Um, no, nah, okay. it wasn't that one? Righto, right.
1: Okay, the doctor.
0: I might put a finger inside. Okay, so announce that now. It wasn't so bad though. No, it's fine. So you
1: don't do you want to I talk mean, about why you did that? Like, is that something that everyone should be doing, or is it just just for you?
0: Yeah, it's probably a bit graphic for people. Graphic warning, but um, yeah, you should be you basically should be paying attention to your body and what's yes. going on all the time. And I had a a little um, little bit of blood on the paper of the poo. Mm. Or, you know, after after wiping the bum, not in the stool. See, there's blood in the stool mixed in with the poo is bad, and dark blood is bad. So if it's dark and in amongst the shit, not a good thing. Um, but this was just sort of at the end and then I had a, a bit of a diarrhea situation last um, weekend um, just from eating some bad food, which mm. was my own fault. Um, but at the end of the diarrhea situation, quite a lot of blood, heavy blood. Mm. And um, rather than getting on Dr. Google and being like, oh, I've got Crohn's disease. Yeah, because if you Google um, bleeding
1: things, out of my asshole, it's not going to be good. Like you... <laughs> there's nothing's going to be <laughs> yeah. no
0: AIDS, you name it, I've got it. So I was like, all right. Um, I'll I'll roll into the doctor and then, yeah, little got that sorted out. Turns out nothing to worry about. Fresh blood, not to worry about. I'm no doctor. If you've got bleeding from the anus, go and see someone. As but, long as it's um, fresh and yeah.
1: post poo, you're all good.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's the rule of thumb. Um, it was yeah, and look, it wasn't so bad. I've done you know you do a big bigger shits than a finger, a digit diameter. Yeah, nothing to be worried about. Because I I
1: was always just like knowing that at some point I'm going to go have to get a prostate exam. And that seems to be a long way up. Um, yeah, but you're saying you don't have to get that anymore.
0: No. And it wasn't that Oh, like, I literally, yeah, didn't mind at all. I've got a few ex girlfriends to call and
1: say, what were you complaining about? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's good. So look, keep, Look after your health, yeah. Like, it's good. Because you got to, like, uh, keep track of everything, especially as you get older. I'm a shocker. Just, I go to just pay the doctor, to the never. body, the changes. Yeah. Like,
0: yep. Uh,
1: I went last year and I got a skin cancer check. It's, like, the first thing I've ever done to actually be proactive. Um, yeah. But anyway... It's a good
0: start. Everything But it, it is everything. Like, you know, the whole nut squeezing thing. Make sure you check your partner's boobs regularly for... Lumps help yep, her out. I do. You'll notice the changes then. Yep. Yeah, you have got to get a good baseline. Make sure you feel them. So you feel the changes. Yeah, you need but to yeah. know anyway what
1: changes. Yeah, and <laughs> reach out to your your female friends if they because some of them, <laughs> yeah. especially need the single hand. ones, because yeah. uh, they don't necessarily yeah. have someone to check. You say, look, we could just organise once a month, uh, come around for a squeeze.
0: Yep. Yeah, definitely. That that could and be and she business. could sort of rub your balls. You
1: could play with their tits. And it's it's not sexual. It's like a mutual testing, and that Cupping. and you could get Isn't her to, d- got to do the bum stuff as well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, mutually beneficial relationships sounds real good. Yep,
1: nothing wrong with that.
0: Um, over uh, just quickly, I have got another invention for you, too.
1: Well, this is um, Woz's inventions. You're you're famous for your inventions. We're yet to well, actually, we saw the 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 fly cover stubby holder
0: on Instagram. Oh, that was good. Mm. Did we
1: post that? Did you post that? Or was that just a story? It's on
0: the back end. Yeah. Nah, it's on the Red Bluff episode. It's one of the last ones. Pictures, video on there, little flyproof stubby holder. Yeah. There's a few of Waz's inventions. This one, I reckon you'll like. Oh, also, I want to know you may or may not know things about supermarkets. Or be in that industry. But if you were to know people or be in that industry or in near anyone. Yes. At the checkouts, right? I had to go through Coles today and I had all the veggies. And I do the veggies last because I'll get the veggies first. So they're last to go out. And it takes fucking ages. I know what the vegetable is. I still got to look up vegetable. Look up vegetable. Find the thing. Like there's a scanner there and it's scanning barcodes. But why can't it be verifying what this vegetable is? Like I'll put the broccoli on there it's going to be one of green probably a common item but it's green right let's just start with green it's it's shaped like a bush it's going to be broccoli or it's going to be one of these things narrow it down for me give me a clue yes just a hint bang put it up there it's in a bag it's going to be mushrooms how hard is it
1: okay so i think you've covered it yourself when at the start you said there's a barcode scanner there scanning barcodes So this barcode scanner is designed to scan barcodes, right? Yes. So it's not designed to test whether something is broccoli or not. So whilst bang on, it should be fairly easy to scan a broccoli and say it's green and it's shaped like that. It's probably broccoli. Like I think there's an app you can get on your phone where you can take photos of the leaves on the trees, right? Or leaves yeah. of a plant and, and tell tells you what, what it plant is. it is. So that, so that technology yep. exists. But if you're Coles, right, and you've got 800, 900 stores with 20 self checkouts in them, so what's 20 times 900?
0: Yep, about 5,000 or something.
1: <laughs> I think it's more yeah. than that. You're a math, you're a your finance guy. Give me the number. What's 20 <laughs> times 900? 18,000?
0: <laughs> yep. It is so. Count, so you've count. got
1: eighteen thousand things with barcode scanners on them. Okay. All right. So now we need to change the barcode scanner to a specialized scanner that knows what vegetable is what. So what does it cost to upgrade one of those to a vegetable scanner? Let's say a thousand dollars. So yep. then, what's a thousand R and D Yeah, so it's going to be an expensive thing to do, basically.
0: It's going to be expensive. I reckon I put it to you that a thousand dollars worth of produce goes through each register as brown onions. That is not brown onions. That is Hass avocados. That is chilies, mushrooms, yeah, all sorts of shit. And I reckon you could pull it out of that budget. That, that there. That's the way to losing. think,
1: isn't it? A hundred percent. If you're going to talk to the head of Coles, you say, "Look, you're losing yep. a lot of money." with this whole unwashed potato saga going on. Yeah. It, it's unwashed yep. potatoes. That's the one to be doing.
0: I mean, we, machines got to be able to, Dogs can detect drugs in packages that they can't even see. Why don't we just have a bunch of dogs at the supermarket and you put it on the scale and the dog with broccoli, he barks one... And then like, you know, it's broccoli. And then like the other dog barks if it's fucking corn. And we just have a dog for every kind of fruit or vegetable. Sniffer dogs. Like, you know. Sniffer dogs at the yeah, checkout. Yeah, sniffer dogs. The only problem is the dog yeah. would
1: have to be able to... Remember we talked about whether chimps could do the, the self-checkout job? Yep. And possibly. We, d- we decided that pretty unlikely. It's not an easy job. And while sniffer dogs can sniff whether it's broccoli, they can't read the screen to see what the person actually checked. So, I don't uh, think...
0: But they can tap the button. So, it's like they're looking at it and they're like, Roof. and then that... Because that dog's collar goes off. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. So, one woof for broccoli, two for button. cauliflower. Yeah. I think- yeah. And maybe you could set a dog up with a couple of buttons.
1: I think but your yeah. idea is... It is the future. It's just scale and getting it right. Because you've got to get it right and then scale it out. So, Amazon did a a shop in the States where they... um you basically just pick something off the shelf and it knew who you were, what you took off the shelf and you just walk out with it and oh, it charged yep. you. When you and put it, it in your basket. Yeah. No, not even. Like you just have to pick it up and then you can put it back on the shelf and it knew. And it was all done through like thousands of cameras, like video cameras, which is, you know, like a Tesla drives itself these days just through through cameras that can yep. detect. But like that's a fuckload of cameras and there's a lot of, it's expensive like,
0: th- But it's know. possible. Anything's possible. It's
1: oh, 100% possible. But it's like we think we need this technology because for some reason we're driven to just continue. Like everyone thinks, oh, we need supermarkets. We just grab shit off the shelf and walk out. You don't have to pay. That's what we need. That's where technology's is heading. That's what we have to do. But you get a question whether we actually need that shit. Like do you need I th- think
0: you lose – I agree. I do agree with you because you lose your your human skills and like what you get from interactions with people. Like during this COVID time, right? Going to the shops is a fucking pleasure because you get to see people and you might get to talk to someone. I know, like living by myself. Yeah, like I I went. I was going down to the coffee shop down below my work, which I hadn't gone to before. But like I needed to see people, so I'd roll down there and hang out for ten minutes and actually chat to the people. Down made made mates with them. Yeah, because. I needed to. And I think that's important. So, yeah, you also it makes us st- stupid because everyone's no one looks. Like you drive through a green traffic light, I still kind of look around, use your peripheral because yes, you need to. Just because the traffic lights are there, you still have to have a bit of a look.
1: Still psychopaths right. who are on meth flying yeah. through the intersection. And yeah. I, I find like exactly my local supermarket, it's only got two checkouts that are manned because it's only a little one. But if it's really busy on the self-checkouts, I find I always have a good interaction when I go through the, the normal checkout or if yep. I do a big chop. You get some old, old duck who's good for a chat and you have a good laugh and you walk away feeling feeling better about the whole thing. Feeling so, good about yourself. Yeah, because yeah.
0: you get like oxytocin from interactions with humans. like, And the dopamine the same shit you get from getting a like on Instagram or Facebook yeah. that's what you get from interacting with people but at the like, same time sometimes you treatment.
1: get someone who's just fucking hopeless at it and really slow and doesn't know what your purple sweet potatoes are and that that rubs you the wrong way so yeah it's hit and miss
0: it's hit and miss was it's hit and miss it's hit and miss um, that wasn't my invention for, by the way that wasn't the invention <laughs> I Nah, that was just a, this. Someone else should fucking invent this, but right? my invention's real simple, and this is something I reckon that we can need, right? E- see me drink bottle, yeah, me drink bottle. Fuck how drink was that? How's me drink see bottle? See me drink bottle. bottle like? Hey, hey. <laughs> nah, that's all right. That's like a nice drink bottle. Um, e- everyone's got these, you know, these what are they? Um, double-walled insulated. Yeah, keep them cool. Drink bottles, Mine's keep are, them warm. Yeah, keep it cool. Keep it warm. All that one. Everyone's rocking no plastic these days. It's good. Um, but I reckon you can add to this. So don't try and reinvent the wheel. We're just going to add to this change a little bit, make sure we patent it. The lid or the base that's around here, it just has a little clicker thing, kind of like on your old school dive watches where you can set yourself a goal for the day of glasses of water. So you can set, I want to drink eight glasses of water. And then as you drink it, click, 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 you actually count them because I might fill this thing up a few times, but I'll forget how many have I had, what am I up to? over a whole day it's just a counter to let yourself know how much water you're drinking makes you use that drink bottle put on the lid put on the yep. bottom whatever you want to do cups, litres the whole thing So just think a, it's good just a
1: counter so like an, an analogue counter that you control to yep. say how many you've drank yep that day yeah. to keep track of it
0: I like it set yourself a goal and count it down or count it up and you yeah. could get fancy that's, and digitise it too about. But yep the finger it's just this finger on the near the
1: near the rim yeah Yeah. don't be digitising everything Uh, yeah I don't think you've invented anything there I think you've taken two inventions the drink bottle and the the dew counter and you've brought them together Uh, which is good that's sometimes what a new invention is It's, it's combining things that haven't yet been combined so well done well done Well done
0: I got a well done <laughs> I feel like this is one of my worst ones But uh, I think this one That that could be a winner It's a good invention
1: Yeah No I think I think you're onto something um, Keep them coming I think regular, regular updates of your inventions Eventually you'll hit, hit something big And um, we'll be rich
0: Invention goodness um, Have you got anything that's got you frothing If you don't have any more bar snacks
1: Well I don't know I got engaged. <laughs> Moving on to a new chapter of life. It's got me frothing. It has got me frothing. I'm feeling good about it. Feeling real good. So Mel doesn't That's listen to the podcast, so there's no point in me like trying to get brownie actually, points by calling you. You can yourself. say
0: the truth then. You can say what you actually got you frothing then, if Mel doesn't listen. Well the
1: other thing that got me frothing today was <laughs> uh was um yeah, watching a guy on a, I can't think what it's called again, but a, a, f- a hover surfboard. What are they called? Foil board. Foil, a guy foiling, saw a guy foiling at Crescent Head, which is like halfway between Sydney and Byron. There's two guys foiling. So it was onshore, two feet at best. And I was just sitting there one night and they were just surfing the inside part of the point. Rubbish. But they were yeah, paddling in and having a hell time. If you haven't seen what foiling is, Google Kyle Lenny foiling. It's fucking ridiculous. But I saw a guy today at Bronte in Sydney just ride a wave for like 300 meters all the way to the shore break and he was just flying. And just it looked like so much fun. Like it looks like a lot of fun. I was arguing with Dr. V about what sports are good and which ones are shit. And I'm like, anything with a lot of gear is shit. I think we've talked about this. Like
0: kiteboarding, kiteboarding, kiteboarding fuck. He's, it's probably is sick, but too much shit. Yeah. The and cords stress me out.
1: He was living in the Middle East where you can only kiteboard. He's like, I've kiteboarded. It's fun. I was like, yeah, man, but you need a kite. You need a harness. You got the shit. You got ropes. Fuck that. And then I was sort of saying wakeboarding as well. It's fun. But also, fuck wakeboarding. Like, you're getting dragged along. It's not...
0: But it's very in a box. You um, you, you kind of... I feel like there's a not a lack of room for creativity, but it's all very sculptured and, like, this is where you've got to do it and what you've got to do and everybody's watching and it's like, this is your turn now sort of thing. Structured yep. is the word I'm looking for, not sculptured. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then... So, my take on it is... You know you're always looking for the flow state, right, in life. If you're in a flow state, good things are happening.
0: Well, surfing is like... Unless you're listening to Tash Sultana's album. Yeah,
1: and then you've made a mistake. No, not a bad album. But I think surfing is like one of the most easy ways to legitimately be in a flow state because you're riding wave energy from the earth. So you kind of don't have much of a choice. If you catch a wave... You know, a decent wave. You're going to be in that flow state most of the time, and you're legitimately riding, yeah, wave energy. And then skiing, it's not quite the same, but you've got the shapes and you've got gravity pulling you down. It's kind of the earth yep. is just dra- is doing doing it for you. Whereas wakeboarding, you're getting dragged along. I don't doesn't yep. doesn't do not it. Not as many me.
0: shapes to see wakeboarding as well. It's no about other People looking at your shapes. You're like shapes, and you're not hunting different shapes. Yeah,
1: throw them big, and well, so then kiteboarding, using the wind. So I guess it's getting dragged still, but using the wind. So I don't know, I don't
0: know. But- I remember one of my first froths was sailing. De- yes. Back in the day, it might have been the very first episode, actually. I don't, I don't, I haven't listened to the first episode since we put it out, and from my memory, it was. It may be a little embarrassing because we were obviously shit at this, but everybody seems to click on that and listen to that one from our downloads list. But I frothed out on sailing, like catching the wind and like harnessing that energy that's around us. That's like, yeah, I haven't been sailing in a long time, but I would like to go again now. Yeah. Now that you mentioned that.
1: Yeah, so I don't know if maybe I talked myself out of that whole thing, but because if sailing's good, then maybe kiteboarding is good think we can agree that wakeboarding is not good <laughs> anyway there's there's like a, a ranking for what i think's good yeah what I but you're talking shit.
0: about the individual all sort of boards and sliding sports there like footy's a sport as well and like playing volleyball is yep. a sport so and football basketball forget about those other ones so i think fishing fishing is definitely a good sport
1: but i think in like football I, I never played footy but i played basketball i think you can get in the fucking zone in football, yep. in basketball, where you're you're right in the in the flow state, and and yeah, it's a rare I'll one. I definitely
0: but have visions, like like having visions in my head of waves that you've surfed. Like I've got visions of passages of play in footy that I've been a part of that are stuck there, and like you go back to them and you reminisce about them. Like it's you can so vividly see them. Yeah, it's the same thing. Like getting a good wave or something. So I can relate to. Yeah, you can relate those things. Yeah, it's pretty out there. Um, that's is that your frothing?
1: Yeah, I can't remember. Was I'm pretty sure I, somewhere in there I froth. So froth on a foil board. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you want to go foiling? All right. That's I think I, I want to go foiling. Yeah,
1: um, and I got engaged, so well done me. Um, what about you, was what's, well what's got you frothing this week?
0: Um, my froths, my froths have been. Up and down, um, I always froth a bit of the Tour of the Tour de France, but it's a hard one because it keeps me up watching it. I don't know why I don't like cycling people that much. And but you're uh, a cyclist. On the road cycling, you rode but a bicycle
1: from Perth to Hobart, so you're probably you're more of a cyclist yeah, than most. Like
0: than most, I've just froth bikes and things, so I did froth on that. But here's something that has. Uh, got me frothing, which I might be able to help you out with with your um, foiling, I've I've invested, I've I've upped my bogan rating from semi-bogan to semi-pro bogan now. Um, Between Kev and I, the Tin Monster, um, with these fucking utes and whatever, we are on board. I've got a jet ski. I'm the owner of a jet ski now. So the shape hunting is is just gone up another level and we've been doing a bit of wakeboarding not wakeboarding but surfing behind it just to just to practice some pickups and yep and tow and and, and test out the speeds and what you can go out and stuff and fuck me the thing is mental it goes way quicker than i thought it was gonna go it pulls people up um real easy and yeah we went and hunted some shapes off the back of wedge island Ew. um a couple of weeks ago the first weekend we got it like just Fucking around telling pretty hard. But went off the back of the island and, mate, the shapes out there were otherworldly, just dirty big peaks but folding over into burgers. But it was still real cool to be – it's like opening up another level on a computer game or something like that. Like yeah, we, you we just we got the unlocked, cheat
1: code and <clears throat> you're yeah,
0: – Yeah, we're out there. It's sick, but we just—I probably should have looked up the the rules on the river in Perth because we got zinging. We're like, we better test this this thing out and see how quick it goes. So slats and I like out the front of um, just out the front of the bloody city on the Swan River did 115 k an hour on this jet ski. Like it Sh- fucking it's fine.
1: You could do a pub crawl. You yeah. could go to the <laughs> Cas and then shoot over to to the city yeah. and yeah yeah
0: we definitely could mate world's your oyster so when you get over here we've got some good fun things to be doing on jet skis but that, that's that got me frothing um, I'm sure I'll get over it and then want to sell my share to someone so
1: mate <laughs> I don't, slide I don't know the DMs,
0: whoever gets here first gonna have it
1: I think I think it's a great thing you've done it's a great thing that you've done because like talk about like buying a jet ski with mates so for, to find some mates yep. to actually step up and do it that's fucking sick and I can't wait yep, to get over on. And, and see if I can get a seat on there. Can we just take it and say, sorry, guys? You, yeah. How many, well, is it a three-man sorry. jet ski? Can you fit?
0: Put- yeah, you can fit three of you on it. Um, in the river towing, you've got to have one in the water and two on the ski. You've got to have a spotter. But with just two of you to go towing is easy. But you can fit three. We we went up the three of us yep. and fucked around. So
1: here's a question. So say you're going to go hunting waves on it <coughs> up around where yep. wherever. And you're going to cover some distance. If it breaks down, is anyone capable of fixing it?
0: Um, if it breaks down because something came off as it had previously, <laughs> easy, but uh, not really. If like uh, if things break down out there, you're pretty cooked. I so, might put a multi tool. So I don't know how much that's going you to
1: Have you do. got a, what do they call them now? PLBs, EPURBs. Do you have one of them?
0: E, EPURB, yeah. We don't have an EPURB, but we've got flares and if you get an ePERB you can go five nautical miles offshore that's 9.7 kilometers yeah that's mental far <laughs> like a long way
1: i was chatting to so, a guy about ePERB. they're not called epurbs anymore i think they're called plbs but, personal um, locator be- yeah i was so chatting was to a, like a guy got a new pair of skis set up for backcountry stuff and i was like oh if i'm gonna go solo i was like can i do you guys rent epurbs and he basically convince me that I should buy one not rent one because Australia's got like a, a different frequency which means you can buy cheaper perbs for around 300 bucks and they last for 10 years whereas in other countries so he's like if you're going to rent one every year blah 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 he was upselling me but he he made a good point I didn't buy one yeah because I didn't go but yeah okay but um, yeah I think if you're going to chuck in for a jet ski so if it breaks down is there oars yep.
0: can you row it there is. You have to have an oar in there, and it's got the oar is is like it it extends, but it its total length is a meter. So you're not paddling anywhere. You're just sitting on it. You're so gonna you're have a wetsuit on, you're and you're gonna basically. be floating. So you're fine. You're fucked. You're basically you could swim, and if you've got a surfboard, someone can paddle in. That'd be the best bet. Get someone to paddle the surfboard in, and then everybody else just sit on the ski.
1: Yeah. But I guess you could try and – it just depends on where you are and how big the surf is. If
0: you're 5Ks offshore, you might have um, phone reception as well. But yeah. I don't know. We'll fucking deal with that when we come to it. Let's, yeah. let's focus I on – it's fun. But so it's, it's scary. Here's what you should phone actually – you
1: don't need an EPIRB. If you've got phone reception, you call Tim King and find out what he yeah. would do. <laughs>
0: Tim King. What's the number for the Coast Guard, Tim King? Hang on. Yeah. If anyone
1: um, wants to hear that story, um, check out – Episode with your mate from
0: uh, with Cal, I think it's called Callum Binney, um, Haggis and Hoop Snakes. Haggis and Hoop Snakes. And hoop snakes.
1: There's a story about um, Callum, Callum and Binney. our friend Tim from Tassie, uh, capsizing out in the ocean in Tassie. And yeah, Tim did a great job responding to danger.
0: Tim, not the man you want in a crisis <laughs> situation, Callum. <laughs> It's actually a great yarn because Callum just is the guy that says, he's like, every time he went for a bushwalker, he does something. He's like, Oh, I almost died. And then he, he called me up, or um, Trav, who was with him, called me up and he's like, Oh, I think we almost killed your mate. And I was <laughs> like, Oh, this is fucking good when I hear the story. Because if Trav says that he almost died, he might have almost he died. He might have actually almost but it's good died. To shout out to Callum if he's listening because it's his 30th coming up uh, uh, yeah. this week. Happy thirtieth to you, bloke.
1: I've been following him on Insty, so he looks like he's spending some some quality time in the in the hills around Scotland. Scotland or just Northern England? Uh,
0: yeah, Scotland. Yeah,
1: yeah. and they got these um real light um trail bikes and they motorbikes. Like, like, yeah, you're, real,
0: you, you're really struggling with you <laughs> naming your sports equipment. I, don't know. <laughs> yeah, I can like
1: Some sort of electric snake. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, Callum, he looks like he's doing shit. That's that's just um and good, good for him. Anyway, was let's um wind this up. Thanks for listening, listeners. Um, you've got a tune for us. Do you want to give us some background into why you've chosen this tune today?
0: Yeah, this is. This tune, I don't know what it's called, but it's a tune off um, the Morning of the Earth album. I just got it off a potty I was listening to about how mid-length surfboards are potentially not the, um, not not cool. They're potentially cool, um, which you and I seem to agree on because you had a bit of a chat about it. And this Morning of the Earth was a surf movie when the first guys first went to Bali. So everyone in WA has been to Bali, been to Uruguay, They went up there. Late '60s, I think, when um, he surfed all of it. Yeah. it's pretty freaky. The the soundtrack to it. Um, the guy was like, "Yeah, he found this album where his missus did something." So I was like, "I wonder if that's on Spotify." Like, turns out, the whole album's on Spotify, and it's been rocking my week. It's real good background music. It's pretty trippy. Um, yeah, get around the whole album, not just this song, but uh, yeah, little, little yeah. something, something for the for the fans, for the listeners
1: it's um yeah that podcast was it was on the surf splendor podcast and so there's a guy who makes these sort of old school boards twin fins and single fins that that go really well and he it's morning of the earth surfboards and he like sort of got got the guy who made the original movie to agree to let him make use that brand did you think that that podcast he sounded like a 20 year old or a 25-year-old. Yeah, and then
0: it turns out he's late 50s. Yeah, I, yeah, I thought he was 20, yep. <laughs> definitely.
1: Yeah, that blew my mind. I was like, wow. Like, he speaks, yeah. It's just everything about the way he spoke was, he sounded like a young guy, but he's um in his 50s. It yeah,
0: cool. not low-stress drop, Makes surfboards. Like That's the fountain of youth. He's found it.
1: Absolutely. Anyway, so it's a song from the Morning of the Earth soundtrack. Um. So let me chuck it on and let's um, pull the pin on this shit, eh? All right. Good catching up.
0: finger in the date.
1: Hooroo, go dig.